Hey, baby, this is Baby Baseball. This is Clayton and Prota and your other co-host. Hey, baby, this is Tyler Hall, and this is Baby Baseball. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have been gone for a little bit, absent, missing, uh, in our undisclosed locations, being COVID safe, you know it. I mean, we chose the best year ever to start a baseball podcast, if I do say so myself. What a wild season. (laughs) I mean, hey. The Giants haven't lost yet, and the Dodgers are tied for last place. Dodgers are tied for last. Um, Mookie Betts never got to play for the Dodgers. Um, it's been pretty wild. Uh, I mean, yeah, just really zero ERAs all in the pitching squad. So and and some things never change. No one's seen a game at, uh, at the Coliseum. No, no one has had. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, well, but so also, just... really quick, we should also say, uh, podcast first, we have a, a special guest that will be joining us. Uh, yeah, and, a, and and he's got an exciting proposition for us, and, and we'll say that for the end. Uh, Tyler's pretty excited about it. Um, th- this is a this is a phenomenal um, uh, donation slash uh, auction slash just fun. Um, I think I, I don't know. I'm excited about it. You'll you'll hear about it more in just a little. Hal, get on here and introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah, Hal, Hal. Let's let's bring Hal right in. Well, hello, everyone. Um, hey, Bebe. Um, shout out Hurricane <laughs> Chris. Been a longtime fan um, of his music, not really your podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, whoa, uh, it's whoa, great. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> My mom said the same exact thing. <laughs> I mean, when you're in the club, what do you have to say? I don't know. Anyways, um, it's great to be on. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, so, I mean... Uh, We'll give you a chance if you want to like drop your uh, your Twitter handle. Maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, maybe who you're a fan of, uh, who your teams, and we'll just get on with the episode after that. Yeah, absolutely. So, grew up a Baltimore Orioles fan. Uh, still, unfortunately, have that title. It's the most <laughs> painful existence in the world. I don't wish that upon any of you. You um, are still saved in my phone as Orioles. How? That's, I mean, that's a huge compliment uh, I don't know. or an insult. That's, that's I'm not sure. Lions fans. I feel like this is like a similar. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not the best existence, but thankfully we can be a farm team for other teams. Um, you know, I look at the Giants, Mike Yashemsky is there. You know, that was us. We just didn't believe in him. Uh, Christian Walker is off. You know, all these great players go around the league and do really well once they leave us. So it's, it's awesome. Hey, you um, got all of Cal Ripken Jr. though. Yeah, 2001, shout out. You know, that was the last time last time I had any happiness in my heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, so I, uh, I'm i an Orioles fan, but I also grew up in Arizona, so I have a lot of Diamondbacks knowledge. Um, been season ticket holder for them since the beginning. And uh, you can follow me on MySpace, so please please do that. But, yeah, that's my <laughs> intro. <laughs> Wait, what's your uh, what's your what's your MySpace profile? Uh, right now, I believe it's Hell's Bells, um, and it was a, it was uh, inspired by Trevor Hoffman. Uh, you know, because that's the man. Hey, I'm a fan of Agadaka. I listen to a little Agadaka yeah, once yeah, in a while. Yeah. So, Pump me up for a game. That's all I got. Thanks oh, for I can't wait to go peep your uh, top eight. It'll be great. I'm gonna be honest. I still do get on and check from time to time, and I kind of you know go to my other friends' profiles. I think MySpace was where it's at. I think that's where we peaked because it, you know, people nowadays say, "Oh, this True. is my best friend." We'll prove it. Show me. Show me I'm in your top eight. <laughs> is Tom still on there? Is Tom yeah, still Tom's there. there. He's got his white white T-shirt <laughs> and he's giving the thumbs up, man. That's that's my guy. Hey, 
That's that's way cooler than freaking Zuckerberg will ever be. 100%. Shout out to the Bay. Well, <laughs> and, and speaking of not peaking in baseball terms, we do have a 2020 schedule in front of us now. Uh, yeah. Clay, I know you've been able to look. We have verified you have 20 games against the NL West. We did a little exercise the other day. 40 against the yeah, NL West. So- what do you think about the A's schedule? Uh, I think, okay, well, we'll just point out, I, I thought that we were playing 18 games and somehow I don't know how to read, but uh, it's just because the A's schedule isn't lumped together like the Giants schedule. In case anybody else got confused, you know, just give me some feedback on Twitter, pat my back for not, you know, being the only one confused, but I might just be the only one. Anyway, I'm excited to play against the uh, AL West or the NL West. It's going to be, a, um, <laughs> I think it'll be fun to see the Dodgers at the uh, uh, you know play against the athletics a couple of times at their peak form i really do think the a's have a peak form season ahead of them um and to watch a couple upsets um would be really exciting especially because the first two series is going to be the the astros and the dodgers back to back you couldn't ask for a, a less exciting start out as the you know a team that's up and coming but i think for the astros <laughs> my biggest question is how close will they let fans get to the stadium i know we're not allowed in but will we be allowed close enough to where we can all bang on trash cans and they can hear us that's i mean we could probably drive by if anyone feels comfortable enough to sit in the back of my green truck and we'll have the we'll bang the trash can well will they let us will they let you in, in oracle uh we got we got how what do you got buddy no i was just gonna say you know, at the Oakland Coliseum, Raiders fans for years have been egging buses on the way in. Uh, I think you guys need to <laughs> resume that tradition because the second I, the Astros show up, there should be some some opposition. Probably shouldn't blow it up. I mean, there's, there might be a little underground crew. Uh, get at me. DM me, yo, if you guys are listening. DM me if you guys are well, at See, my the thing for, for Oracle, it's really easy to get close to the stadium without being on property. At the Coliseum, are they going to let you even into the parking lot? I know, no, 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 no so way I don't know. I mean, the parking lot. I think no for way. the games in San Francisco, we might just have to form a, a whole a, a trash can chain from their hotel in Union Square all the way to Oracle. Six feet apart. Looking trash out, cans. looking out, like all they go. see is us banging on trash cans. The whole way in. Yep. They just come out of the bus swinging because they think a curveball's coming. And I love it because then the Giants get a couple hacks at it. And I really hope the Giants, uh, I mean, who had the least stake in this entire cheating scandal, somehow the A's are playing against the cheating Yankees, the Red Sox who may not have been cheating and the for sure have been cheating Astros. So really exciting league we're in over. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, looking at the Giants schedule, I'm a little surprised that they couldn't make a fully balanced schedule. I mean, they have 10 against every team in the division, but like against the Dodgers, seven of their games against the Dodgers are in LA. I mean, yeah, the crowd's not there. So that aspect is kind of even, but like playing a team when they're in their own beds and they're comfortable, especially this year, traveling is going to be so crazy that if you're giving teams like, you know, an advantage, so, you know, that, or, and then we're almost giving, but we're almost giving a better benefit for teams that are in the same area. So you could say the Angels and the Dodgers have the best benefit because they can remain in their hometown, and the Giants and the Athletics have a good benefit that we can actually they can actually stay because I'm sure a few Athletics players live in San Francisco. Oh, a lot of them do. Um, but also, you know, just yeah, just the unbalance, uh, and then the the sw- the crossover. So like when the AL West is playing the NL West, 
You have six games against your geographical rival. So the Giants and A's play each other six times. Then there's four games against two teams and three games against two teams. So there's some teams in the AL West. I haven't looked in depth to see who they are. Who are only going to have to play the Dodgers three times while you have, you know, someone like the Angels are going to play the Dodgers six times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how the Angel, how the Angels have been patting themselves on the back with their trade ideas. Uh, it'll be interesting how they actually face up against a, a tough team. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and all this, and I'm, I want to get both your guys' input on this. A lot of this, too, is are we even going to get to a season? Do you think we will see Major League Baseball games played this calendar year? Not in its full form. Just go right off the bat. Hal, do you, do you have any takes on this? I'm going to be honest. I think we've gotten to this point where we're seeing players come out and say they're not comfortable playing. You're seeing, you know, teams go, you know, five, six guys are testing positive. I think at some point we're going to have to really face that this season's going to be a watered-down form. We're not going to have, you know, you have guys like Mike Trout who's, you know, just had a baby or is on his way. Um, that was Buster Posey's decision. There's a lot of players who are going to take into account their families instead of playing. I think we're going to have a full season, but I think it's going to be a watered-down form. I think we're going to see a lot of players back out. Um, you also have to look. There's players who only really need a week of service time before their contract. I mean, they will become a free agent if they just play like a week's worth of games. I think you might see a few players get in play a week's worth of stuff and then opt out at that point. I think, I think it's going to happen. Get in and get out. Yep. I think it's going to be a watered down form. And I guarantee you a guy like Scott Boris is telling his clients, you know, if if you need to play seven games to get your year of service time, because like like a guy like Chris Bryant, who's a late call up, um, he's still in a dispute with the Cubs over his service time. I think those, I think we're going to play, but I think you're going to see a lot of players, back out middle of the season once they've gotten their full year of service time. I think it's going to be interesting too. a lot of teams, you know, with studs. I mean, I'm just going to use Joey Bart as an example. Do you want to burn a year of service time on having Joey Bart play like 30 games for you in a season that we might not even see the end of? Do you want to burn a year, 162 games of Bart down the future for 30 games right now? It's very true. I don't know. Angels put 12 years into Mike Trout, which somehow Patrick Mahomes is more exciting yeah, than that. But. You know, a counter argument to that that I got on Twitter, which I agree with, um, shout out to Juan, is that, you know, it, it's current, you know, it's pretty much standard in the league now that you lock these studs up before they even hit free agency. So, I mean, yeah, you're losing a year in quotes of Joey Bart, but your plan is he's going to be a stud and you're going to lock him up for like eight to 10 years before he even thinks about free agency anyway. So, I mean, I get that. I mean, I think a great strategy for Joey Bart that the Giants could do is kind of what the White Sox have done with some of their top prospects. They lock them up beforehand, you know, before they even reach the bigs, they reach an agreement. They go through all the arbitration years. Let's get this guy locked up because he's our best chance to win now. You look at the Giants' catching depth currently. Uh, Rob Brantley, I believe, is person A. Tyler you look out on the free agent market. You have Russell Martin, who's maybe your best veteran option. Yeah. In a 60-game season, any team can really compete. The Giants weren't that bad that year, last year. They're close, 
if you want to talk about your best bet to win, they were already talking about Joey Bart being a member of the taxi squad while Buster Posey was a member of this roster. Their best chance to win is having him at least play some games. His yeah. bat's impact, it's major league ready. Well, he, even, is he ready? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, even there, I mean, there's no minor league baseball this year. So if you want these guys to get reps, it's going to be a right, league right. Yeah, get him ready. Might as, I mean, if he's going to go through these reps, he should be traveling with the squad. He should be working out with these major leaguers because he is the future. But also, you could make a good case that he's their best chance to get offensive production out of the catcher's position this year. Yeah. Yeah. I like the take. I like the take. And speaking of, you know, opting out, Just COVID testing, all that. Um, Clay, what's going on with the uh, the A's? Um, no, just yeah, a couple. I mean, the the wildest one was Jesus Lazardo, the most exciting prospect that we've had in the on the mound in years. And I mean, and that's not to put away that we've got a great pitching rotation this year, but um, he Jesus Lazardo tested positive for COVID. Apparently, he's feeling okay. Just waiting for on those negative tests to come back out here. But it really cements that detail: is are we getting a watered down season? It's like we have an ace pitcher that is not going to be able to play and then we have um Diekman um you know that's a really tough one for him Jake Diekman has a autoimmune disorder and he still wants to play but it makes uh he, he had a recent interview where he was talking about you know is major league baseball responsible enough to deal with this to deal with this massive testing we've clearly seen them be able to fail on everything from contracts to even telling the fans the truth. So what makes you think that they're going to be able to pull together a safe season for these players, especially ones that may have, you know, some sort of, and that's why, that's why I support. Buster well, I mean, I was thinking when you were saying, you know, Lasardo, I think you have to pass, you have to get two negative tests before you're allowed to return to the team. And that kind of goes to how MLB is handling this thing. Anyway, apparently every test has to go via the Oregon trail to Utah, where it takes like four days to get there. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, those well, two like negative said, tests like, are going like to take a week said, and a half like, just on transportation of the test alone. Like like Tyler said last week was the, if the A's didn't choose the cheapest possible form of transportation. Yeah, the A's are um, like, we'd like to ship this to Utah. And UPS is like, do you want a signature? And they're like, no, it's okay. Just send it. They Pony Express that shit there. I don't know what they did, but... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, over on the Giants side, I think everybody's well aware now that Buster Posey has opted out, him and his wife adopting two uh, twins who were born prematurely. Um, for the most part, if you don't support this, you're don't, yeah, don't yeah. If us. your explanation is, you know, Buster Posey can do whatever he wants, but just stop there, keep it to yourself, don't at us, or just actually tweet it so we know just not to be, or yeah, or, or do it right at us and we will let you, you know. know. These guys are, you know, they're not just themselves out there. They're especially right now. They're they're anything they get at the ballpark is going to come home to their families. And it, you got two premature babies at home. You got to make sure you're taking care of them. Treat treat these players like human beings. Yep. Unless they're a 2010 a Giants first baseman, but we'll get to that. We'll get <laughs> or to a that. 2017 Houston Astros. <laughs> Or a t- <laughs> um, um, okay, so I, I'll just I'll, I'll throw out just the last couple bits about the A's league in case anybody didn't know. Um, we've got Frankie Montes is back in and he's thrown over a hundred, no PEDs this year. Pretty excited. The guy never needed them. I don't know what trainer put those things into his body, but he is 
going to throw us some heat. We get to see Frankie Montes. We get to see AJ Puck, who some people are saying that is the next Randy Johnson. We have yet to see it. That's so not I'm, too I'm much to put on a guy's shoulders. Uh, except for a lot of hair. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then second base, everybody, I've been talking about second base, obviously, for the last couple episodes, and I just wanted to put out there just as a little closer. Our, our lineup for second base this season is we're going to have a little mashup between Kemp, Machine, Barreto, and Pinder. My vote's always for Pinder. I really like that guy, but it would be really nice to see Tony Kemp to get some plays on this season. So that's it. That's that's my A's, uh, A's how they're doing right now. Oh, and um, what, what are the injuries looking like over on the injuries, sickness, illness going over? Yeah, I mean, uh, already in midseason form, Brandon Belt is hurt. He's missing a few days. Um, I think he's they're saying he'll miss three or four days at least. Uh, Pence is a little banged up, but he's been working out. Uh, and then also recently they put uh, the speedy Billy Hamilton and uh, Darlene Garcia, who's a reliever, on uh, the injured list. And all they said was those are medical issues. So that's led a lot of people to think maybe they've got the Rona. Uh, we don't know. It doesn't matter. They're out for now. Um, I mean, I know Hal is a big – be ham guy he's uh talked to him a little bit before the season especially now with these new rules like billy hamilton could be like an mvp or not, obviously not mvp of the season but he could be an mvp of extra inning games you throw he yeah. you sit him you throw him at second base to start the inning. i don't care who was the last out you pinch run billy hamilton in there not only are you gonna have this fastest one of the fastest guys in baseball at second base but I, I saw this a lot, especially back when D Gordon was on the Dodgers and he was re- wreaking havoc on the Giants. When you put a guy like that on the base paths, that pitcher's mindset, they that read. pitcher's going to be paying so much attention to the guy at second base. He's not going to have his full attention on the hitter. So you got, might it's, get some uh, some meatballs thrown up there to uh, whoever's hitting for the Giants. It's that Ricky Henderson mentality. Just get as flashy as possible, be out there, and just it, that fear that the catchers have and the pitchers have almost gives you a better advantage on those steals because they're just worried yeah. about you. I don't I don't see a situation where you started off an inning with Billy Hamilton at second base, how you can't advance him into school. I mean, he's going to be at third. How are you like, not? He's gonna... go- like, it's the Giants in extra inning games are going to have a one-run lead. How – in what scenario does Billy Hamilton – it would take severe incompetence to not get Billy Hamilton in. Four words. The only four <laughs> words they would have to worry about is don't get picked off. That's the yeah. only way that it would happen. I do want to mention I do have a weird obsession with Giants fourth and fifth outfielders. Um, yeah. I want to shout out my guy since we're here, Darren Ruff. I think, you know, we're talking now <laughs> – <laughs> um, you're finally starting to see some media tricklings that his bat is impact and, you know, it could make his way onto the roster. Darren Ruff with regular at-bats, we're talking a guy who played overseas for a couple of years and now has come back. I'm yeah. thinking Eric Thames level production. This man hits baseballs professionally and he's going to be, I mean, there will be a point this year where Darren Ruff is in the four or five spot of the Giants order and he's going to be driving in a lot of runs. And I'm really excited for that day as a fantasy owner, by the way, just on that. <laughs> I'm excited for that as well as a uh, non-fantasy owner of Darren Ruff. But uh, <laughs> um, and really quick, I think this is how we can transition to uh, the reason Hal is here. But Giants and A's both selling cardboard cutouts 
uh, are you going to be at the Coliseum this year, Clay, in cardboard form? You'll, you'll see it, you'll see it, Clay. I, so I wasn't initially going to do it until I recently found out that uh, Stephen Piscotti with the ALS Foundation is going to sell a slightly more expensive cutout, but in the foul stands. Um, and all of his cutouts, or I don't know what portion of the cutout is going to it, but uh, there's a contribution of that going to ALS. And I know this is the donation season to give to um, any organization that you may feel is really important. But uh, obviously, Stephen Piscotti uh, lost his mother uh, a couple of years ago to ALS and, and has dedicated a lot of his baseball professional career to her memory. Um, so that's a really cool, uh, if you haven't heard about that already, um, you can you can pay for a cutout in the foul stands and it'll it'll go to ALS. I, I lost a neighbor close to me when I was younger to ALS. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible disease. And, and and hopefully we can we can cure and that. I think you said if is it only a Pisc- if Piscotti hits you with a foul ball, he will autograph it and send it to you. Anybody hits you with a foul ball, Piscotti will autograph it. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I want to see that chain of custody. <laughs> I mean, who else signs it? I, if Bo, I want Bo Mel. I mean, not that I don't love Piscotti, but, I, you know, if Bo Mel signs it, that'd be pretty cool, too. So I don't know if anybody saw the anybody on Twitter saw the uh, Bo Mel and uh, Sean Manea wearing the Mike Fires monkey tail beard mask, <laughs> which I, I'm hoping they put that on sale. Soon. Oh, man. Would you rock the, the monkey tail? The monkeys, I'm almost about to, sh- I, I, no one's seen me. I haven't been able to grow a beard in like eight years. And now I have a beard right now and I'm about to shave a freaking monkey tail. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, we just talked about how Piscotti will be, you know, donating to charity. Uh, and that kind of brings us to why Hal is here. Hal reached out to me last week uh, with a proposition about wanting to turn a negative into a positive. So, uh, Hal, I'll give you the, the, the mic here what is the situation all right well i don't know if any of you guys have ever been on twitter.com but <laughs> if you have uh and you've ever seen a uh i don't know no promotion for the gentleman here but there's a certain first <laughs> baseman um it rhymes with schmabry schmuff he's a real <laughs> asshole pardon my language um no that's our one uh, our one profanity allowed this podcast. Yep. That's our one. I want to I want to note that he's a real asshole, not just a regular. <laughs> um, no, so I growing up uh, liked Aubrey Huff as a baseball player a lot. When he joined the Baltimore Orioles, I was very happy. Yeah, in your defense, um, you you declared yourself as a lifelong Orioles fan. Yeah, and... absolutely. That was the prerequisite. I'm allowed. Twitter wasn't even around. The Orioles have had a, like, Luke Scott, very problematic as well. But Aubrey Huff, particularly, to this day, and his so-called army, which we have now commandeered, which I'll tell you about in a second, um, Aubrey Huff just spews hate any chance he can get. Um, If you are a member of any community that is not a white straight male, you're wrong. You're a bad person, according to him. Um, and he uses his Twitter platform to preach hate, similar to uh, some people in situations of power in this country. It's, uh, it's pretty disgusting. And I was kind of thinking the best way to get even with an Internet troll would be to Internet troll a little bit harder. So I reached out to my dear friend, Tyler Hall, and I asked him, I said, hey, I have an idea. Um, I've been going through some 
old memorabilia, and I came across some autographed baseball cards that I purchased. Biggest waste of money ever. Um, <laughs> that I purchased. I bought some autographed Aubrey Huff cards. Um, and I was thinking that I don't need these in my collection. But what better way to put these to actual use in the world than to raise some money for Black Lives Matters charities? So Tyler and I spitballed a little bit, and we decided that we could come up with a GoFundMe to basically, similar to the gentleman who caught Barry Bonds' home run ball, did it get sent to the moon? What happened with that? Uh, They branded it with an asterisk, and I believe they sent it to the Hall of Fame. Oh, even better. The moon, Cooperstown, same thing. Uh, but yeah, so I thought I'd start, I'd start the process by putting up this nice 2004 Topps Finest personal endorsement, Aubrey Huff autographed baseball card that I spent real money on. Yeah, and guys, we'll, we'll put it, I mean, Hal has shown us the card. It's a beautiful card except for the mug and the autograph that's on it. And so we'll post uh, some shots of this card and um, – you know, basically, as Hal said, we have a GoFundMe. Donate whatever you can. Whoever has the highest bid or a don't donation, we will let you choose what Hal does to this card, as long as it's legal. This could be, you know, flushing it down a toilet, uh, burying it with dog poop, so it's with something as valuable as it is for the rest of time. I have six Labradors. As long as it's as long as it covers it within the free. I just want to say, I you know, we're not, I'm not condoning it, but I, I you know, I, just similar to you know, like I, I didn't want to be like the 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 lame fans burning the Kaepernick jerseys. We're doing we're doing a real thing here. We're gonna we're gonna actually make a donation out of this, and we're gonna we're gonna put it towards an organization that we feel is good for human rights and good for people and good for baseball and anti yeah, so that, And the best part is it's going to be an Aubrey Huff name. <laughs> yes. And, exactly. And we're going to do this all in Aubrey Huff's um, name. Yeah, so and Aubrey Huff's army. Donate whatever you can. The, the highest, highest donor gets to choose what happens to this card and gets to name the, the, found the charity that we donate to in Aubrey Huff's name as long as we approve of it as well. We want to make sure it's legit uh charity uh, and then also i believe hal as hal has mentioned he's been going through his memorabilia he's got some other huff things as well so if we start hitting some thresholds or some dollar amounts where we can throw in some more we would then choose some donors i believe hal at, at random who can choose what happens to those cards absolutely and then also as things progress maybe if you drop uh what years do you say your uh your wheelhouse is for your collection how i mean honestly uh my autograph stuff starts in the 80s and pretty much goes through about 2015 so you know when you throw your donation throw a random player name out there and uh you know if i see something i've got i'd love to ship you out you know on our dime uh an autograph or anything of a player that you like you know if you're an a's fan you're a giants fan i grew up going to spring training and seeing all those players so uh not only would I like you to donate to destroy uh, Aubrey Huff's memorabilia? <laughs> but I'd like to also, you know, make sure your collection looks a little better. So, you know, you can you can help the greater cause, but you can also get a little bit something in yourself. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. How I were talking earlier, he kind of flipped through. A, he opened up a random box. Ten guys I haven't really thought of in the past, like, ten years. And he had an autograph for each one of them. So, you know, if you make a donation – 
send us, you know, a random name. Who who are you thinking? You want like a I don't know. Pick a name, how what's the what's a good flashback you've seen in the last few days going through your collection? Uh let's see, a random name. Chuck Knobloch. Ooh. Um Shannon Stewart. Good, uh, I, okay, I'm not going to part with my Darren Ruff autographs, but because those are straight <laughs> to the moon. Those are not for sale. But just to reiterate, just at the end of uh, everybody, we're going to, uh, Tyler and I are both going to tweet out uh, the the link to the GoFundMe. This this current one is for the Black Lives Matter movement. Is this the national one or are we doing a- Well, I mean, it's going to be a, yeah. a charity that is Black Lives Matter central. You know, that's the, it's focus. It won't, I mean, if the, you know, We'll, we'll talk with choice. the high donor and we'll we'll find a mutually agreed upon solid donate uh, foundation to make sure that everybody's money is put to good use. Absolutely, folks. So this this uh, particular we're, we're going to go until the 23rd, the opener. Give us some feedback about this. We're going to tweet out the, the handle and and we're we're ready to edit and, and figure out what's going on with uh with this donation. So we're, we're really excited to uh, to bring. Yeah, let's let's turn some some negativity from a dude who doesn't know how to put positivity in the world. Let's, let's make some positivity out of that person. And I may or may not have an autographed Buster Posey eight by 10 for someone. If we could get to, let's say $500. (laughs) Oh, not a $500 donation, but if we get the $500 threshold, I would be happy to uh, send that to anyone uh, who's willing to donate. So let's make it happen. I think that'd be a good random draw. We, you know, not everyone can donate a bunch of money, but if you can throw something towards this, we want to make sure there's something in it for everybody. You know, hopefully the charitable donation portion is enough, but also, you know, you could get some some stuff for yourself. Let folks, us know your favorite folks, team, folks, and we'll I'll make sure that you get, you know, anyone who donates over ten dollars, I'll be sure. Let me know your favorite team, and I'll be sure you get an autograph card or something of one of your favorite team players. So let's. I'm gonna put my money on the table right now. Hal. Let's do it. I'm, I'm 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 putting in twenty bucks after this podcast. I'm putting in twenty bucks. I hope to see. Actually, you know, I'm gonna wait for y'all to match. We're gonna I'm gonna hear some listeners match, and we're gonna add another twenty bucks, and we're gonna get this thing rolling, baby. All right. You know what? You have a autographed Sean Doolittle card coming your way. Okay. Wow. Credit, credit to you. What would Drew there do? We go. Well, all right, guys. That's that's the uh, that's the news we wanted to. Uh, we kind of teased it earlier this week. So let's, uh, you know, let's make sure Aubrey Huff makes a solid donation to a Black Lives Matter charity in the very near future. You heard it here, folks. And um, follow our buddy Hal on Twitter. It was at HalW5. Yeah, H-A-L-W-5 on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Hal question mark, spell out question mark, um, MySpace. (laughs) hit me up if you need it dm me i'll get you the myspace connection high donor will automatically get put in the house top eight if you're still on my <laughs> that's all right deal I'll, I'll... and you'll get matched automatically with him on bumble Ooh. as well so i'm on Good i'm on time. bumble i'm on farmers only i'm on add me on tinder add, add me anywhere morbid singles <laughs> anywhere anywhere you can find a profile i'm there all right. Well, all right. Well, well, folks, and just as a last thing, we just always have to give our special thanks to Hal for coming through. Special thanks to uh, Hurricane hey, Chris, baby. greatest rapper alive. And Darren Ruff. And Darren Ruff. And Darren Thank Ruff. you, everybody. We'll catch you soon, hopefully, with Darren some baseball. Oh, muy obrigado, Muy folks. obrigado.